Hello and welcome to the commentary for lesson 349. This is Jonah chapter 4. So this was a really quick reading, um, but it was just one thing too much to put in yesterday's or in our last lesson. So I separated it out also because I was a little confused about the whole big plant and worm and I thought, is this a metaphor? Is it a parable? What is going on here? So I needed a little more time to figure that out. Um, and so I separated it. But anyway, so we come back onto the scene with Jonah. And of course, God had shown mercy to Nineveh. He sent Jonah to preach to them. And they were the enemies of Israel. And Jonah did not want to do it. And he disobeyed at first. But, um, of course, if God has a plan and we are not compliant, God's going to make it happen. It's kind of like, um, <laughs> I have nephews who their father says, you can do this the easy way or the hard way. And the easy way is I tell you to do something and you do it. And the hard way is you fight me and you disobey and then you get in trouble and then you get punished and then you do it anyways. <laughs> so this sort of reminds me of that, that um, if we don't obey, sometimes God has to do it the hard way. And it's so much easier if we just do it the easy way. But we know there were some... Um, interesting circumstances with Jonah. So I don't think it's just quite that black and white. When we talked about how the fish, um, you know, how the Ninevites worshiped a fish God. So I think there was a lot more at play there than just, um, disobedience, but disobedience is certainly a lesson that we can take from it. And so, but it's in this, it's kind of funny at the beginning of chapter four, it says, this change of plans greatly upset Jonah and he became very angry. So he complained to the Lord about it. Didn't I say before I left home that you would do this, Lord? This is why I ran away to Tarshish. I knew that you are a merciful and compassionate God, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. And that's kind of comical to me because he's like, I knew you were going to let them get out of it and they need punishment. And he really wanted them to get punished. And so then he says in verse three, just kill me now, Lord. I'd rather be dead than alive if what I predicted will not happen. Well, this shows us that Jonah is very proud. And if you think about it, this is from my study Bible. It says Jonah may have been more concerned about his own reputation than God's. He knew that if the people repented, none of his warnings to Nineveh would come true. This would embarrass him, although it would give God glory. So yeah, there is um, definitely a pride issue there. And so he cared more. And, and when he went, I think, you know, I mean, after going into the depths of the ocean and his brush with death or his death and resurrection, we don't really know. Um, and he was spit out onto the shore by the big fish he decided, okay, I, I will obey. And he's he knows how huge God is. But it seems that he did it kind of with an attitude, right? He did it begrudgingly. He did it because God told him to. And now he knows that he needs to do it um, the easy way instead of the hard way. And But he wasn't happy about it. And so he just 
he preached what he needed to preach, but he forgot the part about grace and God's mercy. He didn't say that. He told them that they were going to, he basically doomed them to hell. He said, this is what's going to happen. You've done this, this, and this. You're an evil, wicked nation. This is, remember, this is a pagan nation. They worship pagan gods and false gods, and they do detestable things. He did not want them to receive the same salvations that the Jewish people had. These were the Gentiles, right? These are the Gentiles. Anyone who's not Jewish back then was considered Gentile. And so he did not want salvation for the Gentiles. He wanted it to be reserved only for the Jewish people. But let's go back to Genesis. Um, I want to remind you that after God tested Abraham, he said something pretty crucial. And this is um, verses 16 to 18, chapter Genesis chapter 22, verses 16 to 18. God said to Abraham, because you have obeyed me, I will bless you. I will multiply your descendants beyond number, like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will conquer the cities of their enemies. But here's the key, verse 18, okay? And through your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed, all because you have obeyed me. I'm going to read that again. And through your descendants, all the nations of the earth, not just the Jewish nations, All the nations of the earth will be blessed. How will they be blessed? They will be blessed through the salvation offered by belief in Jesus Christ. All the nations of the earth will be blessed. All because you have obeyed me. That's what God said to Abraham because Abraham obeyed the Lord. So we should desire for all to be saved. Do we take, if you're honest, do you take a little pleasure when someone that you think is wicked gets what they deserve? We really have to examine our own hearts sometimes and remember that salvation is available to everyone and no one, this is especially if you've done things in the past that you think disqualify you from God's salvation, from God's love from his favor. This story of Jonah should remind us that no one is so bad that they are exempt from God's grace, that they are exempt from salvation through Christ. Remember, no one is righteous. No, not one. None of us deserves forgiveness. So who are we to say that this person doesn't deserve grace or mercy. Um, Another thing that stood out to me, and this is back going back into chapter three, verse 10, is that God changed his mind. We've seen that a couple times in scripture. And so it kind of, that's new to you. You know, I was conditioned growing up to think, oh, you don't question God. If God says something, that's, that's the way it is. And you just have to get in line and follow commands. But here we see, and we saw it back in jo- in uh, the book of Job as well. But here Jonah questions God. He's angry with God. He's basically throwing a temper tantrum. 
he has the nerve. Did that did that occur to anyone? Like, what nerve does Jonah have to say this to the Lord? But you know, we can question God if we are his. But we ultimately need to trust and obey him. See, God is love. And love is patient and kind. It keeps no records of wrong. He wants us to be on board with his plan. He wants us to go as he leads. But it's okay to question. And it says, I just want to read it again. Verse 10, when God saw what they, the Ninevites, had done and how they had put a stop to their evil ways, He changed his mind. It did not carry out the destruction he had threatened. That is grace. That is mercy. Forgiveness is available to all who believe. Everyone. And none of us deserve it. So, um, okay, the thing about the plant. It says a leafy plant grew over his head when he was sitting there looking over the city, waiting to see what would happen. And so the leafy plant grew there which God arranged for the leafy plant to grow. And in older text, the King James Version calls it a gourd. And so it's a gourd plant, I guess. But apparently it has big leaves. And it's it helped shade Jonah in the hot sun, and it it made him more comfortable. Okay, and he was very grateful for the plant. But then verse 7 says, But God also arranged for a worm. The next morning at dawn, the worm ate through the stem of the plant so that it withered away. And as the sun grew hot, God arranged for a scorching east wind to blow on Jonah. The sun beat down on his head and he grew faint and wished to die. Death is certainly better than living like this, he exclaimed. That kind of reminds me of the moment in Forrest Gump. You know, the movie Forrest Gump, when Lieutenant Dan is on top of the ship of the shrimp and boat, right? And there's a big storm and he's up there just like screaming at God. It kind of reminds me, this moment with Jonah reminds me of that moment in the movie. That's kind of his big rebellion. And I think we all probably have a point, if we're honest, in our life where we feel that way. We have anger. In God, it's like, you know, someone you love dies or something doesn't happen the way that you think it should. And whether you admit it or not, he knows how you feel. You might as well express it and get it out in the open and work through it. And so Jonah did that. He had the nerve to do that. And he even said, he's so angry, he's even angry enough to die. Boy, that takes... A lot of gall to say that. He must have been so angry because you think, I mean, God could have just said, oh yeah, fine. And he could have ended it right there. But God was so patient. You notice that with Jonah? He's so patient. Then the Lord said, you feel sorry about the plant, though you did nothing to put it there. It came quickly and died quickly. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness, not to mention all the animals. Shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city? Not that God has to make its case to Jonah, but he has the patience to do it, which I appreciate, which I'm sure Jonah appreciated. But basically what he's saying is, you know, God arranged for this plant to help Jonah. 
and then he arranged to kill the plant, and it was all, or for the plant to die. He arranged for the plant to die, and that was all to teach a lesson to Jonah. And he's basically making the point, saying, look, you cared about this. You felt sorry for the plant. You watched it wither and die, and now you're upset that it's gone, and it's a plant. How much more should you care about people? These are people, human beings, made in my image. Right? That's what God's saying to Jonah. There's innocent women and children. There's animals. Should they all live in spiritual darkness? Should they all be doomed to hell in the grave? No. We need to um, remember that... We need to desire salvation for all, even the people that we don't like. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this finishes up the book of Jonah. And I want to read, I always say that when we finish up a book, I will read from my the Basic Bible Pocket Guide by Jim George. It always just gives a nice little wrap up. So I'll read that quickly. It says the main verse it gives is, I know that you are. One who relents from doing harm. That's verse chapter 4, verse 2. The theme is God's grace to all people. It was written by Jonah. And the setting is Nineveh. It says, Jonah is the autobiography of a reluctant prophet who tried to flee from God's call on his life. He did not want to preach God's grace and offer of repentance to the godless Assyrians. Don't follow, or life application, don't follow Jonah's example and move through your days with heartless indifference. Instead, follow God's example and develop a genuine love for the lost. It is impossible to run away from God. So, dear Lord, I realize that I cannot escape your call on my life. I now cease my struggle and submit to your will. So that's Jonah. That's it for today. Hope you all have a great day. I'll talk to you soon.